5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, we are jumping right back into James chapter 4. We've got two verses today, 11 and 12. Don't speak evil against each other, dear brothers and sisters. If you criticize and judge each other, then you are criticizing and judging God's law. But your job is to obey the law, not to judge whether it applies to you. God alone who gave the law is the judge. He alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do you have to judge your neighbor? All right, so once again, we have a little bit of a difficulty here because when we are looking at judging, right, and this goes back to Jesus and the most misunderstood part about, you know, Jesus says, don't judge, right, lest you be judged. And when we're looking at it, like, so what does this all mean? Like, we we can't judge our neighbor. I mean, and this is where we're going to unravel this today because judgment and I mean, so if you're ever trying to judge somebody that's outside, that's not a follower of Jesus, like that's that's wrong because they're not, they haven't agreed to obey any of God's commands in the first place. So we can't judge them according to God's laws. So when we're looking at, at people inside the church, though, there are so many other verses in scripture that help point to us in a, in a direction that's going to be different than and and understanding judgment because when you're listening to to especially verse 11 don't speak evil against each other dear brothers and sisters so what kind of words are you bringing people when you're trying to be able to have a discussion about where people have gone so what does it mean to judge wrongly or not correctly, right? You're judging somebody wrongly when you criticize them out of jealousy, bitterness, selfish ambition, other things that James has brought up in his letter so far. Judging someone incorrectly also assumes that you know everything that surrounds their decisions and their actions and every, you know, so you're coming with uh you know and this is this is why it's incorrect is because you don't know everything that's happening which means you are not in relationship with them and it's so hard to be able to especially bring words of correction to another brother or sister if you don't know the situation that surrounds it if they're not in relationship with you they are not going to hear words that you are going to bring of correction. They're only going to hear that you hate them, that you are not you are not in it for their best, you are in it for your best, trying to be the wonderful police of all doctrine, right? This is not your job, it's not my job. But in relationship, this is where, you know, we go back to other verses like iron sharpens iron. And this is where we talk about when we're loving one another and bringing truth and love means that we are going to be able to bring reprove. We're going to bring some correction. And in relationship, we're going to hear that. We're going to understand it differently 
than if someone we don't know just comes and says, "Hey, you know, listen, you know, let me tell you where you're wrong, and let me tell you how you're a, you're a, you're a hypocrite, or let me tell you how you how bad of a follower of Jesus you are." And you're like, "Who are you? How is it that you know you, or at least you think you know who I am and what I do?" All right, so what are some other ways of judging wrongly? Um, first, I mean, I think you look back at what Jesus says when um, you judge wrongly, when you don't consider, you know, the, the sin in your, your, your own life before you're trying to correct it in others. You might even be the same exact sin, and you're, you're trying to point it out in everybody else with, with the intent on and almost like luring people away from you, from your own sin. And so look at your own sin, and then you're going to deal with that before God. And then the last one we'll deal with on the wrongly part is that we judge wrongly when we try to share information um, with the wrong intent. So we go to other people trying to dirty the waters by saying, I wanted you to know about this situation so that you can pray about it. Really, not really much with the intention of praying about it, but really more with the intention of trying to be able to have people take sides. Triangulation is dangerous. It's dangerous in families. It's dangerous in churches because what does it do? It causes dissension. It causes these divides that were not there before but then all of a sudden are now because people are saying, I need you to pick a side because I want to be on the right side. And so how do we then judge correctly? What does it look like then if I'm trying to be able to say, um, I want to have you know, good motives? Well, take a look at all the ways in which we just mentioned are the wrong ways, and then think about the opposite. Think about the other side. And so when you're looking at it and saying, so am I trying to criticize somebody out of jealousy, bitterness, selfish ambition? You need to think before you're speaking then. You're not going to just rush into, well, I'm going to launch into this judgment, you know, before you're starting to think about it. So think about your actions. When you judge somebody um, without knowing everything, that means you are trying to deepen relationships with people, whether that's in your own family, in your own churches, you know, the people that these are followers of Jesus we're talking about here. And so we're trying to deepen relationships. We want to know where they're coming from. We want this to be a conversation, not me being the doctrine police and trying to be able to make sure everyone around me acts right. So we rest in God. And that's ultimately, he has the power to save and destroy. And so we rest in the grace of God, knowing that it's not going to be our small, you know, even our, our, our big mistakes and sin. It's us humbly going back to God, knowing that he's the one who has all the power. We want to figure out what it means to obey and to trust in the words of God. And then it means that we're going to look at others in the right way. And we're going to see them the same as people who are ultimately the same as us, coming before God, begging for the grace of God, knowing that God pours it out on us freely. All right, everybody, hopefully that helps you out, um, gives you some nuggets to chew on today. All right, 
We'll be back again tomorrow. Have a great day. Take care.